Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Big ba- ba- big sigh. We're still alive. <laughs> still alive. Um, <laughs> welcome everybody to Depressed Slip Angle Show. Uh, we're mid panic of the. Uh oh, is our is our Wi-Fi crapping out? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, it's not great. I can hear you. Uh, we're all, I think Derek and I are, it's Derek and Abe and Adam, uh, and we're all, uh, Derek and I are like in areas that the Wi-Fi is being absorbed by a board, uh, board populace. So, um, so we might not be able to hear each other, but we're all recording separately. So we could just keep recording yeah, and just the, the ramble will, randomly. The, the listeners will get good audio. We just might be talking over each other. Yeah, it might suck a little bit, but uh, we'll we'll try. We'll, we're gonna do a quick show tonight, and uh, and then we gotta we gotta feed Derek back to the wolves of his bored wife at home, and I gotta go hang out with my bored wife at home. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start yeah. taking apart my car. I gotta do a radiator on the NC, and it's a kind of a pain in the ass job. So yeah, uh, how how has uh, how has the coronavirus quarantine affected you? You're still going to work once in a while. Yeah, I'm still working. Um, of course, I, I see mostly older people, so the, a lot of them are canceling, but not not a huge amount. I'd it's say my caseload is down about 35%. So I, I normally see about 27 to 30 people a week. I've been seeing last week about 20. This week probably be about 22. So okay. So you're still busy, still Don't, making that bucks. Yeah, still making the bucks. A uh, little little bit smaller checks, but. Um, the big the big bummer is the wife you know they shut down the dental office so only emergency dental surgeries can they can they do so she's she's a dental hygienist so she's home bored and uh they're only giving her like half pay so that kind of kind of sucks you need to get on that turo it, it man beats the alternative yeah ain't nobody renting no turo cars no right written, now, yeah no one's written <laughs> no one's written anything i just had the the corolla i've had back for about a week and a half and the civic um the Civic came back today, so that kind of yeah, sucks. Said, so you said the Civic was out for six weeks, right? Yeah, the Civic was out for six weeks, and the Corolla's been pretty good too. So I actually was really—I had a really great month, January and February. Uh, so I had a little bit of a cushion, and uh, so I'll be okay. Uh, hopefully, on my tour stuff, as long as that you know the world starts back up next month and people start renting again in april <laughs> i'm not counting on that <laughs> well it'll start up sometime right or not <laughs> well i mean once start people once people start going to work and stuff like locals will, will rent i'll probably just have to drop the price a whole bunch too i haven't lowered my prices yet and i'm sure all the competition of turo you know all my fellow turo hosts in austin probably already dropped their prices so Probably right. need to lower my price a little bit, and we'll get some more rentals out. Yeah, at least they're at least they're they're cheap cars, and you've uh, you had a good month. That's good. So, yeah, real uh, good month last month. So I got a little bit yeah. of a cushion. Well, I am straight up not having a good day. Today. Tell me about it. <laughs> what's what's wrong? Tell us about it, little Adam. Man, I haven't. I think I think I have not slept good in like two weeks. Um. Ever since like uh, the world started falling apart, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and w- when my brain goes into like, uh, I mean, I don't panic, but like I start to get like, like I can't calm the brain down, right? Like I start, 
I try to like work the problem and solve the problem. And this is like a problem that I really can't solve yet. Um, and, uh, and so my brain goes into like this, like weird, don't shut off mode, but like, it's, it's like the blue screen of death, except for there's like a swirly circle <laughs> and yeah, the swirly, the, word, the, the, the swirly circle keeps me awake all night. And now I'm starting to die. <laughs> It's really the stuff like this is really bad for anxiety because there's a lot, so many unknowns. You know, you can't really yeah, form a, a plan to solve the plan because you don't, you know, you can't figure it out. Yeah, I got like two events that I'm staring at, and it's like Chris and I talk every day, a bunch of times a day, and we talk to the track managers and we talk to the, I don't know, like a, like all every consultant ever, and it's like everybody's all like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they've never Great. dealt with anything like this either. So no, it's it's there's like no playbook for this. Um, so uh, so we've like uh, talked about things forever, and we can't really execute uh, things because we don't know what the things are yet. Uh, yeah, and and my day job is like suddenly uh like in the past two weeks like we've gone into cash crisis and like now i've missed a paycheck or two and like i'm just in a bad mood and trying to keep two companies afloat and i'm mad and freaking hate it (laughs) hang in there man if you need some sleep try melatonin and bourbon that gin Uh, it just don't do the trick uh yeah i don't know (laughs) i've been i've been trying everything except for bourbon i should go buy some bourbon i don't have any left right now Oh, did you drink all that uh, Weller? Dude, I drank that shit last week, and I loved it, and it still isn't didn't it, put me to bed. Isn't yeah. it so good? I think I drank that over the past two or three weeks, and that was my it, wife liked you, it too, so it disappeared twice as fast. But You called it Weller's on the podcast I wasn't on, so don't call it that. It's Weller. I don't remember. What, it, Weller? Yeah, there's no S. Oh, I don't know. It seems like Weller's is a better name. It's a, <laughs> No, it's a guy's last name, man. Have some respect. No, I don't know, man. It was really good, though. It was really good. Yeah, it's it's very delicious. Abe, how has the past twenty four hours been? Because it was about twenty five hours ago you and I recorded a podcast. Uh, well, Ashley told me today that there's a pretty pretty good chance that she got exposed to a COVID patient. So, uh, sick. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's literally six months pregnant and uh, freaking out a little bit. So the uh, that person's test should come back in the next day or two. And if that person comes okay. back positive, apparently she gets two weeks paid time off, which I'm sure she'll appreciate. Well, that's cool. Yeah, she gets to relax a little bit. That's good. Uh, I, I did read something recently, yesterday, I think, that uh, there were a few cases that were studied, and it looks like uh, COVID-19 does not be – it's not possible to transfer to babies, but you aren't having a baby, like, tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, – So who knows what it does to Yeah, I think babies. our bigger concern is uh, – like in June, we're going to go to the hospital, and if uh, I hope things are okay in the hospital in June, but um, Ashley's right. been her clinic closed down, and she's been working at the hospital. Um, yeah, at least for for until you know outpatient stuff starts back up, and uh, she said that the ICU is basically full, and there's another wing that could accept ICU patients and now that's full of covid patients too so things are going great oh, in wow. indy sick wild <laughs> they they they're not stopping home health they they want to keep everybody out of the hospitals so 
Uh, you yeah, know. Ro- roll that home health card, man. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get real, real busy in home health probably around June, July for the, you know, all the older people that make it through this thing um, are going to, they're going to want them out of the hospitals as soon as they can, you know? Yeah. Yep. To have those beds open. So they're going to have Derek, uh, Derek doing all sorts of jobs. Derek's going to be, he's going to be the sponge bath kid. I bet you Derek's so good at that. Lots uh, of practice. You guys broke up on my end. Uh, I made a joke about I made a joke about you having to give old people sponge baths, and it didn't oh, land. No. But that's fine. I, I don't I don't do that. I bet you'd do a great job with sponge baths, man. That last one that you gave me was great. Yeah, it's different though. That's different. You weren't supposed how to. How is uh, how's race car that? land for you, Derek? You got a new steering wheel. Uh yeah, I got a new wheel. I'm super excited. Uh-oh. Wife got me a wheel. Derek for my- turned to a robot for me. Uh, my here. robot now. Can't can't trust. I might the be going through another days. dead spot. Can you guys hear me better now? Oh yeah, it's really weird because all of a sudden, like everything goes and like it catches up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, steering uh, wheel, steering wheel. Wife got me a steering wheel so tr- for my birthday. Yeah, try to try to tell us about your uh, about your your mods that you have to do to the car. So. Um, well, I did some hood vents, so that was. Oh cool. yeah, those looked cool. You made a you made a video that I made fun of you on. Yeah, so I had, I had the cooling problems at Coda, so like I went crazy on cooling. I put hood vents in. It's my first time really like cutting metal. Um, I did it with an angle grinder, and it's not not su- super happy with the job I did, but it'll be okay. I'd like to probably redo it again on another hood one day if I see one for cheap. Uh, but they look all right. And they look good in I, pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, it, it's kind of like it'll look good in photos. And But if you look close, like you can see, um, the cuts aren't great. Uh, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> the uh, I, the biggest problem I had was uh, I went too fast, um, and I, I, like, got the paint too hot. Oh, so bubbled and stuff? Yeah, it bubbled in some spots. Um but I, I learned a lot. Like, you doing stuff like that, you know, you got to do it to figure it out. So next time I do it, it'll be better. I think if I ever have to do anything like – well, next time I have to do something like that, I'll definitely have to again, racing cars. Uh, I think I'm going to buy a nibbler and, and just – I mean, it's an expensive tool, but I feel like there's really nothing else better for that kind of job. And once you, once you have it, you know, it's like – one of those tools you'll never you won't get a lot of use out of but that day that you need you need to use it man and they're great to have they are good i have noticed that it is hard to cut like a really straight line with a nibbler though like it can be hard to cut a straight line yeah uh because uh at least the, the one that i have it's mounted on a, on a drill and like there's something about like it it, it wants to like kind of wander a little bit but yeah, I think I mean I watched a, a like a good amount of YouTube videos on like comparisons and I think that it really matters like the different brands that you have. Is yours air or electric? Mine is electric, so it, it goes into a drill chuck uh, and it is uh it's not here I brought it to my brothers. It would be I think it's a Bad Dog Bits one. Uh but okay, it's so also you, it, you use it on a drill. Yeah, it's also like sort of worn out, so like the you can like adjust the angle of the nibbler, so it mounts in the drill, but then you can like twist it to where like the drill aims forward or yeah. the drill aims sideways, and and that thing can wander a little bit. 
and you can't really tighten that up. Um, yeah. So. From what I was seeing, like the dedicated like nibblers that are just one machine, one tool, right. might be might work like a little better than the drill adapters. Oh, I can um, I can imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would buy if I was going to buy one. They also have the air chuck ones that are that probably work really good too. I just don't have a big compressor, but I'm sure you do. Yeah. If you if you got like a huge compressor, you can probably feed that. So. Yeah. But it, but anyway, like I got the hood vents in. They look, they look pretty cool, and uh, I still have AC in my car, so when I turn my AC on, the, the fans kick on. You know, like, there's just one motor fan uh, in the NC, so, but the, when you turn the AC on, it it'll, you know, makes the engine fan turn on, even if it's just, even if the engine's not not uh, warm at all. So I started it and turned that on, and, the I mean, it moves a ton of air out of those vents, so yeah, did. <laughs> Abe Derek sent a video to uh, to the uh, the rules committee group chat, and it, he had a piece of paper, and it was like gently flowing, and you could tell there was definitely air moving out these vents, but it looked so it looked so relaxing and like so not. <laughs> it was like a knot. It was like it was, like if you if if you're like man, I want to show the effectiveness of these vents, uh, and you couldn't hear the fan going or anything. It sort of looked like there was just a breeze blowing through it. Uh, and, and and like the paper was like lazily floating over the vents. That's <laughs> and, all you need, though. And then I beat the shit out of him for that video. <laughs> it didn't hurt my feelings. Of course, yeah. you're gonna see. I mean, you're gonna see more flow from. Oh no! It it'll be huge when you're moving. It's gonna be yeah. Huge. When you're moving, then then. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so now you, like when you let it idle, like it won't. It before if you let it idle, the fans would. Uh, the fans would kick on when you turn the AC on. It would get a little bit above 190 just sitting there, but now it won't. It won't move over 190. It just sits at 190. It's amazing what. what it's amazing is. what what that will actually do because it gives the air in the engine bay like an easier place to go. Um, yeah. So that it's going to draw a lot, especially in like an OEM layout car like yours. Like you've got you've got factory ducting and everything like should be good for the radiator. So it's gonna give yeah. it. A, it's gonna give it a real low pressure zone behind that radiator. I mean, I, I ducked in my radiator with uh, when I did my air dam too. So like I, I yeah. took all that factory yeah. crap out, but it's ducted to the radiator, and no, so you're gonna be good. And it's not. It's not like a normal car radiator. It's like a Corvette style where they're slanted. Yep. So it lays forward, you know. So it has a nice direct path straight up behind it. Uh, so you're doing events. you're doing a, a Goodwin Racing radiator also? Yeah, so Goodwin partnered with CS, CSF, and they yeah. made a triple pass. Uh, it's a 32-millimeter core radiator. Uh, that's like it's direct mounted to the NC, so it has all the brackets and everything. So that's what I'm doing this week is I'm going to take the bumper off and air dam and all that crap and get in there. You said uh, you said you might have to pull the AC setup though, right? And like pop the AC lines and have them recharged. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, they say you have to. I'm gonna see if I can avoid having to do that, but probably will. Yeah. Like, cause uh, the a- like, what's the part of the AC that looks like the radiator? Is that the condenser? Yeah, that's a bit, that would be the condenser. But those are yeah. those lines, like those aluminum lines. Sometimes you can go away with like bending them, and then they'll bend back. But I'm gonna try. So yeah. I'm gonna try to see trying. if I can get away with it. So. It's just a really tight space in there, and it's all like it's like the condenser, radiator, and the fan is all like one piece, 
you know, yeah. they're all like bolted together and there's just not a, cause it's laid over and like stuffed in between the radiator support and a bunch of other crap. It's not like you can't really get to that stuff. So we'll see. We'll see once Can I get you it pull all it apart. Out? Could you pull it out the front bumper and instead of like going up, could you go forward or down with it or no? I'm going to go down. I, I, yeah, I put it on jack stands. I'm going to go down. So, okay. Makes sense. Uh, so we'll we'll see how how good it is, you know. But you know, like with the NC so new, and you know, not a lot of people build race cars out of them and post about it. It's like prep shops building NCs, and it's like kids that are like kids and people that are just doing wheels and coilovers, you know. So like people will post about the difficulty of a job online. You know, you do research, and yeah, then, and you don't actually know. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you you get in there and you're like, okay, well that wasn't really that bad. These people are just like trying to do it, do it with their like twenty piece you know socket set in their driveway. Have, have, has uh, has has our new Patreon Luke McGrew uh, pulled his radiator? No. What? <sighs> yeah, Luke. <laughs> I'm gonna call him out. Twenty five bucks a month. Can you believe what? that? What the heck? Can you Luke? believe it? <laughs> God, freaking! My goodness! Yeah, Free shout got, out to Luke McGrew. Yeah, Luke we got so, we got, we, got this is, we have multiple twenty five dollar a month Patreons. I cannot believe it. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do when all this money that we're sort of getting comes in? I'm going to buy a better podcasting setup because this this is hard, man. Yeah, Abe's going to buy himself a board, baby. Uh, although Austin and I actually bought a board once, you should see if maybe you can get that board from Austin. <laughs> uh, I mean, how how many years old is that? That was that's a five year old board. Now we spent four hundred bucks on that board five years ago. No shit. Yeah, what? I don't I don't know I don't know if it would do you any good right now. He's probably just got it kicking around his place. And we got to do a show with Austin soon. See what the fuck he's up to. <laughs> Uh, he's probably flying airplanes, don't you? Yeah, think? that's what he's doing right yeah. now, man. He he traded his uh, he traded his passions right now. It like uh, he kind of serially went from cars to motorcycles now to, to RVs and then to uh, airplanes. That's what yeah, he does. I mean, the, the aviation industry was booming, and now it's kind of not booming. So hopefully, it picks back up. Yeah, uh, he's he, he basically he's still in like. Uh, He's in like uh, flight school uh, for a little while, uh, so he's definitely getting his pilot's license. But uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully he, it goes in, crazy again and he can get a job. But. He's in he's in commercial flight school, right? Uh, right. Like so. like for what was it like six months or eight or a year or something like that? Yeah, it's like a year. It goes by by uh, hours and stuff like that. So yeah. It does sound it like he's having, like in the group chats uh, that that we're in with him. It seems like he's having a good time at least, so that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, he he's like real. You know, wants to do a new hobby and and like go full in with it, right? So that that right. fly school is probably perfect for him because it's like cram packing, you know, all yeah. of it into a year. So he's probably just soaking it up like a sponge. Yeah. Now we should get him on the show uh, in the next couple of weeks. We should talk to him. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey Adam, do you do you run a thermostat in your car, like water uh, thermostat? Yeah, I just put a brand new OEM one in, um, and I don't know what it is about Honda thermostats, uh, but uh, I got a new one from I run OEM from uh, our buddy Chris Para up. Uh, uh, he, he, he they do a lot of mail order Honda parts out of a dealership in Chicago. Yeah, they sponsor Coodle, uh, uh, right? Yeah, a bunch of them. Uh, he he sponsors a bunch of a bunch of drivers. Um, the uh, 
The OEM thermostat in this thing is like super slow reacting. Like when we were on the dyno a few weeks ago, um, it like once I got it up to temperature, then it was perfect. Then it would like always be perfect, and it went between like 175 and 190. But like once, like if I didn't get it below 175, like that thing would not open up. Like it, uh, it's weird. So, why? What are you planning on doing with your car? Um, I'm thinking about not running one at all. So what what happens uh, sometimes in some cars is that they don't build temperature, and they also some radiators and some like coolant systems actually don't build pressure very well without a thermostat. Like you got to have a restriction in there. Um, some uh, like for many many years, I've read about people like actually putting like a like a big washer and like grinding it into like a, into like the outer shape of the thermostat and like leaving the inner hole of like three quarter or whatever, um, as just a restrictor, a flow restrictor for the coolant. Cause otherwise sometimes the, the, the water passes through the radiator too fast, I guess. But I don't know if that's wives tail or I don't know if that's yeah, like, I've been reading about it. And then some people run, they'll just gut the thermostat, the factory one. Yep. I did that um, many, just, many times on like, yeah. uh, when I was doing turbo Honda stuff, like I did gutted thermostats and it helped, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Um, yeah, so well, Luke, Luke's been testing it some because he he built that high compression motor, um, and he dynoed it and it's it's running good. He made like, he made about two hundred four horsepower. Um, okay. And uh, he, he this is his most recent setup. Yeah, yeah so yeah. he had problems with it too, because it was out of time because he didn't know how to use like the weird timing tool. Yeah. Um, well, first he put too much oil in it. And oh then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we should actually next time we see Luke, we should probably just do a show about this saga. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's been dude, a mess. This I mean, dude, just, who who would have thought that a a modified Dodge Viper ACR race car would be more reliable than a and and easier what, NC Miata. Yeah, and or, easier. An <laughs> well, I mean, the the car hasn't really broke. It's been the motors, um, but really, it's only been one motor, well, two motors. Wait, hold on. If, if the car doesn't, if the motor blowing up doesn't count as the car breaking, well, what does it what does it take to consider a car to be broken? If he had days? left the factory two liter in there, he'd probably be running around mid pack like yeah. everybody else. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's it's not like it's like just a, a freak turn of events. Um, yeah, he's had like the most bad luck ever. So he had, yeah, he took the factory motor out. He put a brand new bottom end, uh, like literally factory not, brand. Not new. just a brand new bottom end, a brand new long block from Ford. Yeah, like full brand new two point five long block. Yeah. So like, he ordered, yeah. Like what? What happened to that one? That one was like dead so, on arrival. Like he cranked it over and like it, it had like so all the valves him, were bent. So him and Eric Meadows ordered two motors at the same time from a shop brand new Ford long blocks with drop-in cams right so the motor guy right. gets the motor pulls the you know valve cover off and the cams out and puts new cams in that's it these are very small cams they don't require valve springs you know use OEM valve springs everything so super basic yeah super basic yeah um, he <clears throat> uh, they get those two motors Luke puts the first one in his car because he was ready before Eric Meadows was. Um, but, you know, like, they live close to each other, so everything just goes to Luke's house first. So Luke has these two motors at his house. He puts the first one in his car, and it won't start. Uh, turns out 
uh, it's out of time. It's all messed up. So he sends that motor back to the motor guy. Um, he thinks that the motor guy messed up at first, and the motor guy finds that motor to be. He said he found a washer in it. Right. Um, so I don't know. And if these it was things his. have a warranty. They they have like an actual warranty from the motor guy, which yeah. is rad. Well, and through Ford. So like the so the motor guy will get a new one from Ford if Ford messes up. You know, if something's right. wrong with that motor. So motor guy blames Ford for that one. Um, and then Luke has Eric's motor, which is supposed to go in Eric's car. <laughs> right. And he and Eric's not ready. He's still in the middle of Cajun in his car at this point. So Luke puts that second motor from this same shipment in his car. and starts it, runs good, and everything like that. Uh, then they get the warranty motor back from the first one that blew up, you know, doing the start. That goes in Eric's car, Eric Meadows' Before car. Coda. Yeah. Before Coda. So now Luke has the second motor from the first shipment, and Eric has the warranty motor. And then they they tune they tune both the cars at the motor guy's shop in, in New Braunfels. They do a test day at Harris Hill. And in Texas. They, do co- they, they, in they Texas. truck from West Which Virginia. Which might be the, yeah, the West Virginia to Texas. track I've ever seen. Side side note, that track's getting a repave right now, so that's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so they go to Coda. Luke's car's running good. Everything's working fine. Um, uh, it does qualifying. And in race one, uh, motor blows up. Yeah, uh, like, spits, like rod through the block. Rod through the side of the block, which is not a common thing on these cars at all. Um, like a brand new Ford Duratec 2.5, and it's yep. got what two hours on it. Yep. Uh, and it's not and like actually, it's not like it's making 300 wheel. Like this is making like 25 more than factory. Yeah. And uh, so Luke just loaded up on the trailer went home eric's motor ran fine all weekend and he's run a you know weekend at vir since then ran fine no problems uh so both of those motors from that first shipment were bad right come to find out so you know maybe both those motors you know the robot was drunk that day or (laughs) i don't i don't know uh but eric's been running fine and then you know luke got another warranty motor back but he's so antsy, he couldn't wait, so he ordered a junkyard motor off eBay and built one. Like he, I sent it to him. I was like, look at this junkyard motor. He was like, oh, well, I already bought it. It's on the way. Um, it's like <laughs> 570, 570 bucks or something shipped to your house off eBay from LKQ, you know, through LKQ. That's freaking crazy cheap, dude. With 3,000 miles on it or something like that, 6,000 that miles or something. That is crazy. That's how cheap yeah. these motors are. So then he ordered... From uh, one of the other NC builder guys, Fab Nine, he ordered rods, pistons, all ARP hardware, um, different set of cams, and like I think he had the it was like nine days and he something like that, nine or ten days, and he had that motor built and in the car before the so what a beast warranty motor came in, yeah, and you know he built it all carefully. The motor had such low miles on it that you didn't have to machine it or anything. He just Hone the cylinders or whatever he said, and put it all together, and uh, and he just had some issues at first because he timed it incorrectly. Uh, I don't build motors, so you'll probably know more about this. But apparently, the timing is held into place by like some lock washer or something like that, and most motors are keyed, but this one's not. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's uh, it's so bizarre. 
what the way it works yeah i don't understand how these like the tools that he put in the group chat i don't know how they work <laughs> yeah i don't know but anyway like there's a long pin and a short pin and he used the wrong one he's supposed to use the i think short one and he used a long one and it, he right. got the motor off time just a little bit uh so once he fixed that he got it on the dyno and run good Made like like didn't it make like three hundred? I, I lost you for a second there. My phone was going the doop boop 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 boop. It yeah. lost you for a minute. Uh, they didn't make like three hundred and twenty psi compression. No, it made like two hundred and eighty, but that was when it was off time. So yeah, once it's which time, is once it's time correct, yeah, when it's time correct, I think it made like two forty or two thirty five or something like that. So yeah, like it, it was should just, with twelve and a half to one or twelve to one. Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's all good now, and he dynoed it and. Uh, He's been driving it around and stuff like that, and uh, I'm stoked it seems, about it. it seems man. good. Yeah, he he well, took the. We have fancy intakes on these motors, but since he built up the compression and stuff, he put the stock intake back down because it because he didn't want to make too much power. Um, so like he, was 205 like the ideal number for him or what? Yeah, well he he stopped tuning at 205, so he's not detuned per se. Right. Um, it's not like he he's running a bunch of timing at the bottom of the curve and pulled timing on the top. He didn't do that, but he just stopped increasing timing when he hit his number. You know what I'm saying? So he could probably he could probably make another 5 horsepower if he wanted on E85. Right. That's so, cool. he's just it's like a real safe uh safe tune for the fuel he's running and everything like that. But that's what he needed. So, once he hit it, he stopped he stopped tuning. Uh Abe, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I lost you guys for a second. My wife keeps texting me. Uh, oh, that'll mess she it up. She just put Emma to bed, and she keeps texting <laughs> me. And I guess every time she texts me, I lose you guys for like ten seconds, and it's annoying. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh, just about as weird. If you guys look at your phone right now, uh, Pete Collins. I have a, a group chat with like the uh, the Wisconsin Minnesota guys. Pete Collins text me or text the chat a picture of me. That had been photoshopped with a beard, a mustache, and long hair. Oh my gosh, that's you! <laughs> you look awesome. You should totally do this. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the most badass version of Abe ever. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll put this up with the uh, with the show. But <laughs> I, I have never looked like this ever. No. But. Uh, yeah, I now look like this in the picture. Man, that's a handsome it's, looking fellow. Did, you, did I, you post? I want to go chop wood with that guy. <laughs> it's a it's a shame too because uh, I uh, like what was it on? I had worked from home all week last week, and on Thursday I thought I had to go in, so I shaved like a week's worth of uh, gross beard face hair. Um, and now I'm thinking I'm not going to shave until I go back to work. So man, we'll see I, how it goes. I I, uh, I think you look good with a beard, man. You should do it. You should do it. <laughs> yeah, grow one. I'm, I the, can't the, grow a beard, so I'm jealous. So you should. The other day growing. I shaved my head and my face, and I and my my mood. It was on Sunday, and I, like Sunday morning, I woke up. I was like, I was so down and like bummed and like crabby, and I thought I'm just gonna like make a big change, and so I shaved my face because I was starting to look really bad. Uh, it was like two or three weeks in, and I shaved a my be- head. Bearded hobo. Yeah, I was starting to look bearded hoboy, and I shaved my head, and I was, and I felt like twenty pounds lighter. Like every time I do that, <laughs> because because like when when I have like an inch of facial hair, and like I sit down on the couch, it feels like I have a double chin because like I'm touching my neck with my with my chin hair, <laughs> and so I feel fat. <laughs> 
And then I shaved it, and I didn't have a double chin anymore, and I felt light and fluffy, light, light and fit. <laughs> well, there you go. And now I'm depressed again. But Don't be depressed. You should, have you considered shaving again? Uh, it's only been a day and a half, so no, actually. But I still look great. I'm still looking fit, <laughs> and fit is a fiddle. <laughs> uh, now, I, I have, like, uh, my... My personality and whatever, however, uh, however the gods built me, I have like a uh, a personality that jumps right. Like, like I go, it goes from like extreme. I might be manic depressive a little bit, but like it's functional, so I'm not fixing it, and I'm like pretty good with it. Uh, <laughs> it uh, it goes from like sheer, like I'll I'll be like on sheer mania, and I'll run like hard and fast and hot for a while, uh, and then like post grid life event like it's full like down in the dump sad uh and it's been like that for years um well you know what like everybody's I, I like think that we a talked about bit, this but we talked about this uh over the last few years especially with doing as many events as we have life is kind of crazy and you get used to life being crazy and then when life is regular it kind of sucks yeah well it doesn't suck but it's just like it's like un- like it's, it feels like it takes twice as long, um, <laughs> but right now, right now it's it's literally like right now I'm running on like pure anxiety, which I'm not a fan of. Um, yeah, everyone everyone kind of like yeah. rides the wave differently. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I so. think I just crash a lot. I'm not a very good surfer. <laughs> I'm well. I think you you go up up high, you know, and then down low. But like some people get angry on their lows, but you just get sad. Yeah. Uh, I, and I can usually combat it with just like joking around and stuff. Um, it's probably I've probably been like today and in the last four or five days, like up and down. Uh, I've probably had some of the lowest lows that I've had since I was like eighteen or nineteen. Um, and I was I was like actually suicidal then, uh, which but which was like chalked up more to like eighteen and nineteen year old suicide thoughts, but. Uh, uh, I think I'm fine. I also feel like uh, maybe I'm not fine. <laughs> so, but uh, it's not funny. It's not no, funny. No. <laughs> it's sort of funny. I don't plan on like. Well, the best myself, thing that, the best the best thing that that you can do is to like talk about it anyway. So what you're doing right yeah, now? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not having like suicidal thoughts or anything. And I, I don't wish those upon anybody because I've had them in the past when I was a teenager. And being a teenager is the worst thing in the world. Uh, uh, but like I've, I've well, been your, very your body frustrated. Is changing. Yeah, my body was changing a lot, if you know what I mean. But I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what I mean. But uh, you can use your imagination. So, uh, so the, I have two bits of uh, time attack news I wanted to talk about. What's that? Uh, one, Ferris Cartumi's getting a couple of turbskis. Yeah, man. That put them in the fender that, well. That car, that is, car gonna is gonna sick. be so gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be an unlimited car with with uh, with sixty treadwear tires. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he should just it looks run like it they're unlimited. doing some really cool stuff. Uh, no, he, like no, no. He, that's well, he very well advice. could if he put more if he put more safety in it. It would basically it put more safety and Hoosiers on it. It'd be an unlimited car. Yeah, well, the I mean, big what, difference between be. a track mod car and an unlimited car is the number of people supporting the car at an event. Yeah, for the for the most part, yeah. I think uh, I, I I I don't I would I don't bet understand. that that that'll be the most high horsepower car at most of our events this year. Definitely, yeah. If it has a bunch of horsepower, just put good tires on it and then go go run the best class. 
Well, it's then he's, more complicated than that. It is, yeah. Well, the, it, it, well it, he would actually have to do a lot of things in order to be more of a real unlimited car, but. Uh, but well, yeah, it's cage, he has to cage it now, right? We require yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be a full no, cage. I, I'm saying it's still more complicated than that. Like the unlimited cars, the elite ones in in North America, those guys when they're not at events, they're like they're working on the car. That's what they do as a team. And Ferris is never not at an event though. So <laughs> what's that? Well, that's true. He yeah, does Fer- Ferris doesn't have downtime, so he can't be in unlimited cars. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But well, like, well, I mean, I mean th- a lot of these teams are putting in hundreds of hours a year the, on the, building this car. The unlimited, like, the unlimited, it's a big, big jump. I mean, it's not. We've not been running time attack for very Uh-oh, long. Oh, we lost Derek. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, there, there you are. There you are. Derek's okay. back. I'm here. But there has, I mean, time attack's very young. You know, it's like it is. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not always going to be the way it is, and a lot of things can change. But, I mean, everybody's been running uh, Evos and Integras and stuff like that. So, I mean, who, I mean, just because those cars have been having some problems in one way doesn't mean that the vet's going to have different problems or, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, like, last year or the year before, Abe said to me that there was a – like someday there will be a Corvette that can win every class, uh, and I, oh, st- yeah, I think that's sure. true. Like that's that platform is so bonkers. Like the C6, C7 uh, Corvette is so even C5s. Like it's such a good platform. I think on the first part of the show, which you hadn't called in on, Mike Lewin and I were talking about Corvettes and how uh, there is theoretically like there's a Corvette that could win every class. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it might not be built except but for street, which they are no longer allowed. So yeah. Uh, I gotta listen to that show. I I haven't listened. I've been listening to like EDM music just to like keep my productivity up because it's it feels hard to move right now. <laughs> so, well, like yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the the Trans Am TA1 cars. Like that's no secret. I really like those race cars, and right. they're really developed and they've been running the same same kind of way for a real long time. And they make probably 700 horsepower with the wheels, solid axle rear, and not much not very big wings and they go about as fast as unlimited cars maybe a little bit slower so yeah no there's the power to weight is uh, of those cars is kind of bonkers but you're not far off even just with like a crazy c6 c7 like it's not far off well well, the the power to weight of those cars is less than james integra by 100 horsepower probably uh maybe james's integra is lighter than you think i think not to not to take anything away from the unlimited guys, uh, but James's time at Road America of two oh eight was damn fast. Yeah, yeah, really fast. D Sports Racer running one fifty three. Well, that's that's like that's a big difference. Well, that's there's a different only, ball game, you know. Yeah, you, and you, there's you, only you one D Sports Racer that's ever gone under two minutes, and it's that one. So. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. Just saying, that's what's theoretically possible. I mean, no, a, yeah. Formu- yeah. a pro Formula Mazda with 200, 260 horsepower will go just as fast as any of these unlimited cars. You yeah. know, def- definitely maybe a second slower or something like that. So, just uh, all, all I'm saying is that there's so much more development and time, you know, left in these cars that I refuse to believe that they can't build cars that'll go that fast and not break every three laps. You know? No, I mean, I, I'll bet you within two or three years 
but if the battle between like Will and James and Pro Awesome and Andy and stuff, if it just keeps going, somebody's going to figure out the magical formula in their platform and be able to run more laps. And yeah. uh, if if we keep going to Road America, you're going to see a sub two minute time out of a Grid Life Unlimited I, car within two think, or three years. And I think that car Ferris, if he can, you know, more development and stuff, maybe he can have a car that that'll hold together. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see. I guess it's my real drops. In order to see something like that, you either need you need a pro driver in a well sorted car, or you need a a well sorted car that can do a bunch of laps. I think that's that's a thing that's prohibiting a lot of people from going faster. Is if if the cars are only running like you know four or five laps in a weekend, if they're lucky, right? uh, It's really really hard to drive nine and a half to ten tenths, right? Yeah, and and they're and they're working off of and they're they're also like, like the unlimited cars like Will and James. You take those two for example because they're the ones we see the most, right? Um, and like Will's building a new car, which will be probably a more improved version of the old car. But like those two cars at their peak last last September October, they were like pretty sorted out for themselves. But like when you think of like what that means, uh, they're like they're at they're at these events that like the temperature difference is crazy between all these events and the t- and the like the tracks are all different and like humidity and etc 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 power levels they're changing these cars so much and like their their best guess for each event is all they have because they only have like a couple laps before they find another problem yeah. and they're they're like maintaining something uh yeah, the so big, like the big thing's going to be building those cars to be reliable now and now that they have yeah power, reliability and setup and like you don't get setup perfection until you get reliability with the drivetrain so um yeah they're, and they're both fighting like it's it's been virtually like an identical amount of problems like when somebody's broken something somebody else has broken something and the same thing with the evos like uh pro awesome and andy uh and, and like they're they're blowing motors they're blowing trannies they're blowing diffs like it's it doesn't matter it's always something but that's and they're pushing these cars really really hard um i mean at at that point you just need to buy like straight up motorsport grade stuff yeah because and, and even that though costs, the price tag is going to be gigantic in the front right it might actually be cheaper because going to an event that's 2,000 miles away and then blowing a transmission and not having a spare or something like that. It sucks. That's expensive, too. Yeah, it does suck. Uh, but a Hollinger or whatever you know device du jour that would fix your problems is, like, those are expensive, too. They're like twenty to 30,000 bucks. So, um, But uh, I, think, I think we're going to still see, like, a couple of years ago, I didn't think that development in Unlimited was going to keep happening, but, like, it keeps happening. Like, they figure out a way. So, yeah, with, you uh, know, with companies supporting and stuff. but Yeah, yeah, their support has grown and grown and grown as the profile of Time Attack through, like, the investment of uh, Super Lab Battle, GTA, through us. Uh, like, those, like the, these, these organizations are, like, investing into Time Attack, and it's becoming, like... Like you walk through PRI the, five years ago, and like nobody nobody talked about Time Attack, and this year you walk through PRI, uh, and like every fifth booth has a Time Attack car like 
like printed on the banner or like the poster or their their business or like card. So B roll in the video footage. Right, right. Like it. it uh, I've been talking to like Pagid Pads because like they filmed a bunch of their promo stuff at Grid Life South, and like one of their drivers is a Time Attack driver. Um, and, and uh, like it, uh, companies are realizing it is kind of one of the competition waves of the future. Like it will continue to grow. Like time trials and time attack is gonna grow. It's accessibility. It's simpler. It's uh, the storylines are there still. Like it's it's just a different form of motorsports, and it's not well, it's not shrinking. I, so. the, t- the time attack really like I think is really is that it it's really good for people really, who like really cars friendly and to builders start doing to track days. Better mousetrap. Yeah, it, it's a fun that, to me concept. It's cool. Yeah, it's a fun, and that's sort of why that's that's like the I think that's really the biggest selling point if you just look at the rules of GLTC is that's that's what turns people on is the oh wait i can do the things i've thought about doing and that's 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 what i've always liked about time attack so the but other yeah, we'll see where it goes. Uh, the other time attack news that i think i have is uh chris borsma and james houghton last night i think recorded after a long hiatus a uh, another episode of time with attackers oh boy Smash we got a new excited. podcast for track tuned it's gonna be sick all in yeah, man. We're going to be the podcast aggregator. We need to get more. That'll work. Yeah, so if you, uh, if you know other motorsports-related podcasts and you're listening to this show... Let's put them on Tracktuned. Uh, put them on Tracktuned. Yeah. Tell them, hey, man, you should be on Tracktuned. Yeah, we, if, if, well, unless they're terrible, then don't tell them. I've been <laughs> terrible, and we're, we're terrible, and we run the whole I've been no, listening. No, we're mediocre I, at worst. I've been listening to uh, Dell Jr.'s podcast. I'm becoming a Dell Jr. fan. I don't think Dale Jr. needs us. <laughs> no, but I'm just just wanted to say I just like his I, podcast. I should probably listen to that show. Uh, Brad and you have been talking about it in the group chat a, a bunch. So, yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I seen the I seen the new NASCARs they're supposed to be coming out with, and I think I'm gonna watch NASCAR next year if they drop those. Cars. Yeah, they, they look, look really rad, cool. dude. They look so yeah. cool. They like they're doing a, a spec. I think like a spec chassis, uh, center lock wheels. Uh, 18s, like forged aluminum wheels, not steelies. Yeah, they're going to be rad. Sweet. Sequential, Sequential, independent uh, rear suspension. Yeah, a lot of cool changes. But you know what else that means is there will be a bunch of, like, rad last-gen stock cars for 8000 bucks in, like, two years. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, so so we get to have our rad rad old, like, almost Trans Am cars. You guys, I think we should pause for a commercial break. Yeah, well, I'm about to pause to hang out with my wife. We want to give a big shout out to Johnny and all the crew at Nine Lives Racing. They started with aluminum wings for chassis specific and custom fitments. They've now got a huge catalog of products, including carbon wings for just about all the hottest track cars. They're made in the USA and they're probably the best bang for the buck aero company in the market today. So visit NineLivesRacing.com and find your perfect wang. Slip Angle is supported by FCP Euro at FCPEuro.com. Purchases over $49 are offered free shipping with a lifetime replacement guarantee and hassle-free returns. FCP Euro really does offer lifetime replacement guarantees on everything they sell. Brakes, suspension parts, filters, gaskets, seals, injectors, even engine oil. That means that any of you drivers with junky race cars, if you buy FCP Euro parts and you crash on the racetrack and you break your control arms, you can mail them right back. 
So make sure you head on over to fcpuro.com and support companies that support the Slip Angle podcast. We want to give a big shout out to Andrew Rains and all of the team at Apex Pro for their continued data partnership with the Slip Angle podcast. Head on over to tracktune.com slash slipangle to get a package deal. This includes the Apex Pro data unit, a free suction mount, and also a one-hour data review session with Mr. Andrew Rains himself, all for $449. So go to tracktune.com slash slipangle and make sure to check it out. Hey, Slipangle. We had about another 30 minutes worth of show for you, but Derek's memory card filled up and we lost his portion of the conversation. Sucks, man. That will happen. But uh, we wanted to thank everyone for listening to the show and thank everyone for the Patreon and uh, let everyone know that Slip Angle t-shirts are available on tracktune.com slash store and should be shipping out uh, hopefully later this week. Thanks a lot and we appreciate all of you listeners. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Grid Life to say hello. Hello.